everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. All the things that you need to know about the end of the world. This is Art Teacher for Purpose here. I write, create, and promote information to help you find your purpose in life. And so today we are going to talk about how the Lord is making it clear about the kingdom. I mean, it, you can't get any more clearer than what's going on. Um, and he wants you to understand it. So we're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to talk about how there's two different mindsets, okay, in this world. And that it really does matter the way that you think. And number three is what I'm very, very excited about. Oh, there are promises of prosperity for those who endure to the end. For those who can get through this and understand the plans that God has for us. I'm telling you, there's good stuff in store. That's what this episode is about. What is it called? What should I call it? I don't know. Um, How about um, the kingdom? Okay, so let's get into it, okay? Let's get into it. Let's get into what the kingdom is. And I'm going to come to you from Matthew chapter 13. We're going to go all through Matthew chapter 13. Why? Because it, it, it tells you exactly what the kingdom is. And I'm going to explain it. Now, this is the thing, guys. Now, a lot of people... Um, you know, they read the Bible and they say they don't really understand it. It's not clear. Um, and there's some people who say that they do understand it and that it's contradictory. I come across a lot of people who talk about the Bible who just don't believe it. They don't believe in the words that are coming from it. They don't believe in the reasoning and the logic. It just doesn't make sense for them. And this is the thing that it, it says in the Bible that there's going to be people who will be hearing these things and they just won't understand it It won't enter into their mind space because they don't have the space in their mind to receive it um the bible also talks about how the word of god will go out there's power in the word of god regardless if you are a believer in jesus christ or not there's power in the word of god and some people will receive it like right away and they'll be joyous because it does fill their life with something like they 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 hear it they try to go out and do something with it but because they are not grounded in the i would say like protection of jesus christ and protection of the spirit the enemy is right there to take it away through whatever circumstances whatever life situation whatever fear that the enemy sows into um, the mind you know the word of truth leaves out because that person had no foundation in the real truth of god to really like their spirit was not conditioned to receive it wholeheartedly so we're going to talk about the condition of the spirit we're going to talk about the condition of the heart and when we talk about the condition of the heart we're actually talking about the condition of the mind okay so the way that your mind works and the way that your mind sees things it really matters into what is going to be kept into your heart as truth so some of us is it's easier than others to receive the word of truth as far as 
Jesus Christ dying for our sins and saving us from hell fire, it's some it's easier for some of us to receive that um, because maybe of our upbringing, maybe because of um, the things that our family have taught us, maybe because we go to church, maybe because we constantly are consistently read our Bible, or maybe just because of our family values and just the way that people around us our friends and our associates the way that they act we we are constantly absorbing um the influences of our environment and that it conditions us into the way that we think so with that said we need to go into chapter 13 matthew chapter 13 to learn about the kingdom in the parable that jesus uses um he uses several parables, but I'm going to go into this parable about sowing seed because he talks about this and it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Okay. So God is moved by the many people that are seeking after truth, that are seeking after something more than what this world has to offer. He's moved by it. He knows that, you know, we serve a world or we're in a world that is tired, that is heavy that is stressed out they're looking for something more so jesus taught this parable to the multitudes to the people and the reason why he taught in parables is because um there is a certain mindset that will receive the seed of the parable that will receive the seed of the story and the story will speak to the spirit on a different level than what direct logical reasoning and thinking will do okay there's a difference in the mind of people who read their atmosphere through intuition and people who read their atmosphere through logical thinking two different mindsets guys okay so when Jesus taught on this, he said, behold, a sower went out to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell to the wayside and the birds came in and ate it up. And then some fell in stony places that had not much earth. And then they sprung up, but because they had no deepness in the earth, then the sun came and scorched them up. Okay. Um, and it goes on. You can go, you can read it. This is chapter um, 13 verses three, all the way to nine. And he says, who, those who have ears um, to hear, let him hear. So the ears that you have is more of like an intuition, more of your subconscious um, processing to understand and to be sensitive to what Jesus was actually trying to teach. Okay, so um, the so the disciples didn't understand it. Like, why are you teaching in parables? What does this mean? And the Lord had to give um, an explanate explanation of what the parable meant. So I'm going to tell you what the parable meant, and basically is what I said in the beginning. Um, look for the for some people who receive the word of God. It's falls on deaf ears they don't want to hear it they don't receive it they don't understand it okay um that is when the seeds fall by the wayside so the seeds is the word of god um people believers 
Christians, followers of Christ, followers of the truth, um, we are trying to spread the word of truth through planting seeds. Some of them fall by the wayside and people don't really receive it. They don't want to receive it. Now, some fell on stony places. What are the stony places? Stony places is the condition of the heart to where they're just so much trauma and burden and disbelief and things that have been sown in from the world there are just so many um blockages that that seed can't really grow up the way that it should grow up so it might grow up a little bit but then when troubles come when fear comes when things like the coronavirus comes it just kills it they don't believe it anymore they're like oh there there's another way they go back to the worldly way okay but as believers what we have to do we have to be strong we have to live the truth through faith and we have to know and believe and trust in the word of God so when we do those things when we know we believe and we trust in the word of God then our seed is going to grow up and the more that our seed grows up the more it conditions the soil to receive more and then we understand more we believe more we increase our faith that's how it works okay so um when Jesus was explaining well why why do I speak in parables? Because it's given unto us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to others it is not given. What through the mindset, guys? Now, I'm like, well, why do some people understand it? Why do some people not? Why do some people understand parables? Or why do some people not? And the Lord said. Um, that he speaks to them in parables because they seeing see not and hearing they hear not neither do they understand and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah which saith by hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive for the people's heart is wax gross in their ears are dull of hearing, in their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not heard, have not seen them and to hear those things that you hear but have not heard them. So there's people that desire to understand this word of truth and they search the scriptures and they re- they do read the scriptures thinking that in them they will find the secret to everlasting life. But guess what? If their mind is not conditioned to receive it, it's not going to stick. It's, it, it's going to either be burnt up by the sun. It's not going to be actually um, accurately sewn into the heart and they're not going to be able to apply it in their lives the way that believers chosen believers God's chosen people are able to receive now this is the thing um because I'm, I'm going to do a podcast after this and explain how my God is not a racist he's not a respecter of he's not a respecter of persons okay he's not He's not saying that um, 
you know, only my only these type of people. No, I'm going to explain that in the next podcast because a lot of people get confused on that. And that is a major stumbling block or a stone in their heart because they think that the Lord is a racist. My God is not a racist. I what I that is going to be the next and it's definitely going to be the next podcast, okay? Because I get a lot of that. I get a lot of feedback on on that. But that is not the case. God will have mercy on who he will have mercy on. And he will call the people who were not his people, his people. And he will adopt them into the kingdom. So please receive that in your heart. And I, I thank God for you, whoever, who you are, who if you are listening to these words, I thank God for you because this is sent to you for the purpose of sowing seed, the word of God into your heart. Okay. Okay. So with that said, I am so very sad for those who do not get it. Um, but I, I believe everybody that, um, is hearing this or cares to hear this or spends time to actually listen to this full broadcast, I believe that you get it. You understand. You were called to hear this for a purpose and a reason. Um, Yeah, I'm telling you, it's so sad. Let me get my little sound effect here. It is so sad for those who don't get it. And I'm sorry, but I encourage you to ask the lord sincerely if you don't get it if there's some things that you just don't get about the word of truth then ask god to tell you and he will tell you i mean sincerely but you have to believe in him in order to ask you know for understanding right and i think some people don't have that humility in their heart and they just can't ask for a clear understanding our relationship okay so next what's my next point no so the first point is the way that your mind works and see things it matters okay i i know I, i if you guys you guys are aware that i i study psychology i i'm specializing in cognitive instruction i'm very interested in the way that people make decisions the way that they learn the way they come up with the understanding of the world of the world so um dr daniel kahneman he's a nobel prize um winner on his research for decision making and cognitive process so um he talks about basically how how we learn and make sense of the world around us through associative learning and the way that we are our subconscious is constantly absorbing things in our environment and that we make a story about about our world about what will make sense so that we could go on and move on and be productive citizens right so the way that we come up with our um, understanding of what's going on around us determines on is determined by past things that have been conditioned into our hearts. So that's this is why it's very important to sow seeds of truth into your heart so that you can make decisions that are appropriate and relevant and right and true based on the word of God. 
Um, point number two, I want to get to the point number two. Point number two is that there, and it kind of goes with point number one, that there are two different minds in this world. And I had this discussion with people, like really, there are fundamental differences um, in each individual mind. Everybody has a unique perspective, but I'm talking about the clear cut difference in minds in the way that the mind is set up and developed i'm telling you there's children of the kingdom and children of darkness why do i believe this because the bible says it i'm still in chapter 13 and it's got and this is jesus talking he still talks about the kingdom of heaven and he's still talking about like a, a parable parable of sowing seeds so um verse 24 another parable put the lord forth unto them saying the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed into the field but while men slept his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way but when the blade was sprung and brought forth fruit then appeared the tares the tares also what's the tares tares are weeds okay so there was good wheat food that was able to be eaten wheat the seed of the wheat was sown but the enemy came and sowed weeds so the servants of the house holder came and said unto the the master of the house did not did you not sow good seed into the field where where the weeds come from so he said unto them an enemy had done this the servant said unto him will thou then that we go and gather them up but the master said no um don't gather the tail if you gather the tares up if you gather the wheat up then you will root up um the wheat also so don't bring up the tares because if you if you uproot the tares you're going to uproot the wheat so they have to grow up together this is basically what he said so what does this mean they have to grow up together um, this is what the master of the house said. And then um, he will say to the reapers, gather together first the tares of the fields and we'll gather them up and, and burn them up into the fire. Okay. So what does that parable mean? Okay. Um, the Lord explained the parable to the disciples. So he's teaching these to the teaching these parables to the multitude and he's teaching them to the disciples but when he goes and he talks to disciples in private he explains it a little bit more so they have an understanding so this is the this is what this is saying guys the enemy who is the devil has sown tares into the field has sown and guess what guys these are people children of the enemy they don't have the same type of mind but thank god that he sent jesus that he opened up the way for everyone to receive the word of god and to be able to change and become a new creature that's what this whole bible is about people those those who do not have the mind of christ or do not have the heart to receive the word of God, the truth of God, to receive everlasting life. Jesus came and died to open up the way 
for all those people, for the children of the devil too. See, we don't know the power and the knowledge that the enemy had stole from heaven. And he has stole a formula to make beings that look like us, that act like us, that talk like us, but they fundamentally don't have the heart to receive the truth of everlasting life. So they were destined to be slaves forever and ever and ever through sin. The enemy knows this. The enemy wants them to be their, his slaves forever and ever and ever. But the word of God is saying that he has made this way open for why why is this important for the end of the world because this is what god said is going to happen at the end of the world at the end of the world the the tares and the wheat they're growing up together but at the end of the world the reapers are going to come and separate them how do they separate them because the fire is getting hot the fire is getting hot and they're getting ready to be separated. All of us are getting ready. How are we going to get ready to be separated? Through your mindset. The way that you respond to the fear tactics that the world is going to put out. The way that you respond to these things are is going to determine who you are. Are you a wheat or are you a tear? You have a mind of, do you have the mind of the enemy's camp? A mind of fear or do you have a mind that is going to serve the kingdom okay and or do you have a mind that is open to the truth that can hear the truth here it goes here it goes chapter 30 i'm sorry chapter 13 verse 38 this is exactly what the lord said the field is the world and the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. So this is what's happening right now. The angels are pouring out their vials. There's things that are happening. There's things that are coming into this world that we are perceiving through subconscious processing, and we're making decisions on how to act act on that okay verse 40 as therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire so shall it be in the end of this world the son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend in them which do iniquity so they're so basically what their job is is to attack those who are evil, sinful, and wicked. So what does that mean for us? That means there's good things that is about to happen for the righteous people of God. Yes, there's good things that are about to happen for us. Verse 43 says, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear let him hear i'm telling you guys the truth we are being set up to fall down by the world but at the same time we're being set up to shine by our lord 
okay so with that said everyone else who doesn't know the word of truth it's time to run run okay i'm telling you it's time it's the end of the world this is what's going on this is what's going on okay it is the end of the world and we're in the season we're in the atmosphere i'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow i'm not going i'm not saying it's going to be 10 years i'm not saying it's going to be um 20 years 100 years 200 years no one knows the time okay we just know that we're recognizing these things and we're seeing these things and it will be completed in whatever process of time the lord needs it to be completed so what i'm saying to everybody here is it's time to prepare your mind the word of god is true he's making his parables and the metaphors and the analogies he's giving it to his people right his people to make it clear his prophets and his his um his teachers he's giving it clear now so that we understand and that his people can understand what is going on for the end of the world okay um should i go more into the kingdom um you guys can go and you guys can keep on reading um about the the kingdom um i'm excited about the time i'm excited about what um this means for god's people because when i read my bible i i don't um i don't get fearful necessarily are worried about all the crazy stuff that is going on because it says right here in the bible that if you have a mind to think of those those crazy things and you get distracted by the the cares of the world the deceitfulness of riches and that choke up the word of god um then you become unfruitful and we don't want to become unfruitful we want to be able to be carriers of the word of truth so that we can share it out and that we um, follow through on the purpose of God as we were created to and, and share it through, you know, our life, the, through the example of our life. We're not going to be scared like everyone else. We're not going to be worried like everyone else. We're not going to be fearful like everyone else, but we're going to shine through um, lives of peace in love and hope and i'm telling you if you read your bible you will find there's a lot of hope there's a lot of hope verse 44 again the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in the field that when a man hath found he but he hideth and for the joy thereof goeth and sell all that he had to buy that field what does that mean that means that when you find the treasure that is in heaven, you will not be connected to the things of this world and you will sell it all because you see the treasure. And what's the treasure? The treasure is the promise of everlasting life. This is what's, this is good stuff, guys. This is, this is what it is. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto the merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and, and bought that pearl. What does that mean? It means that the treasure of everlasting life is worth more 
than the things that will pass away in this world. Verse 47, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered every kind of thing. Okay, so which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered all the good into the vessel, but cast the bad away. So shall it be like the in the end of the world. The angel shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. They shall be wailing and neighing of teeth. You guys, the fire is all the things that is coming. All the things that are coming to attack your mind, to attack your peace. This is the fire. And guess what? The people who cannot um, understand the peace of the Lord, who, who cannot receive the gift of everlasting life, who cannot receive the gift, gift of peace through Jesus Christ, they will try all type of things in order to make their self feel heal to feel happy to feel whole to feel the to escape stress they're going to try all type of strategies and we know that the only strategy to have peace is jesus christ we know that but the world i'm telling you what's going to happen in the world the the it, these eastern practices are going to come forth they're going to be very popular they're already popular um i mean you can take part in things if you if you want to. You're free to do um, certain things, but we're not going to get trapped into the philosophy behind the religion of let's say let's say Buddhism, let's say um, yoga, let's say um, meditation, let's say all these mindful practices that are coming over. Um, they're not the solution. I have to let you guys know that they are not the solution. It's a band-aid on the problem of the stressors that come from the world kingdom. Okay. Next time we're, go we're really going to have to talk about, we're going to have to talk about, um, well, I could I will continue to talk about the world kingdom. I will continue talking about the kingdom of heaven. Go ahead and read chapter 13. Um, it's a good study. Um, ask the Lord to give you um, clarity on it, give you um, just understanding of what it means to be part of the kingdom and what it means to absorb the seeds of the kingdom and really what it means to um, share the word of God and that maybe people won't listen, but it's always a seed that you are sowing. It's always a word of truth that you are sowing and God will, if God has a plan to save that soul, he will have the water comes for it to grow up. God, don't worry. Don't worry about people who um, are refute you, people who speak against you, people who ask type, all type of, um, you're just sent all type of animosity towards you because you're a Christian. Don't worry about that because it's the Lord that will fix their heart. It was the Lord that will remove stones. It's the Lord that will, that will put them in environments that will sow things into them that will condition their soil to eventually receive the word of truth. I believe that our Lord is always working. I believe that he is mighty, that I believe that he is everywhere, all powerful. He knows what he is doing. So I don't worry about that. Just not, 
nope, my part is this right here. And believe me, I had to grow into this part. And for you, you have to grow into whatever aspect or whatever purpose plan God has for you. You you just have to make the decision that you're going to do it, that you're going to be committed. And God will send his spirit to you and grow you in the areas that you need to grow in. I believe that. I really do believe that. I believe this is all good. You guys, I actually did 30 minutes. I am happy about that. Yes, I am happy about the 30 minutes. Um, actually, it might go to 35 minutes. I'm getting ready to get out of here. But I just wanted to let you guys know that this is what I do. I am also on Periscope. If you don't have the Periscope app, go ahead and get the Periscope app. And I'm on there talking. I haven't did it since January. But I am going to go back on there soon just to talk about more about what I'm talking about on this podcast. To promote my podcast and to... um, refer you to some good books refer you to the books that I have written and also to my blog that you can check out at artteacherforpurpose.com that's artteacher the number four purpose.com also check out my book that is out um, was out in January it is called 45 days um, to understanding purpose it, what it does it's going to outline what your purpose is in this life um, it's going to outline how to increase your faith so that you could operate in your purpose and it also talks about the promises that are available to you when you do um, make a commitment to serve the Lord through your purpose and believe me everybody's at different stages we understand that but I want I want you to also understand that God loves you that he's with you he'll never leave you or nor forsake you he's here to guide you through your journey um, this is why he sent Jesus Christ to us as a spirit so that we can understand that this is a journey and that the Lord is with us he's with us always he is always with us so Check it out. It's on Amazon. 45 Days of Understanding Purpose. Um, next episode is going to be about how God, how much God loves you. How much God loves you. I just want to talk about some of the things that um, I encounter with uh, my witnessing and some of the questions that I get from unbelievers. That's going to be the next um, the the next episode because basically I have to you know, explain how God is not a racist because a lot of people think that's a major stone in people's heart. They really think that God is a racist and he's not. So join me next time. This is episode three. Next time I'm going to be doing episode four. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Um, I hope it is getting better and better. I do want to make it, you know, more clear um, and concise. If you didn't get anything out of today, get this the way you get your mind works and sees things it matters okay and that there are promises of prosperity for those who endure to the end we are waiting for the promise the good we are waiting for this thing to turn around for us and i'm excited don't get discouraged by what you see with your eyes but start operating in the spirit start Start operating in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Until next time, guys.